Welcome, everyone, to episode 473 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Before I want to get in, before we get into our topic and what we're going to talk about, I want to apologize for our little layover that we had there. Um, Will's been super busy with work at night, and last week, like, it just, I don't know, like, I lost track of the days. I'll explain why in, in our weeks. Um, but it, it, and then it just slipped my mind. All, all of a sudden, it was the weekend, and I realized that we hadn't done an episode. So I apologize for that. I had, I want to thank the people that reached out to me, wondering if everything was fine. Uh, very much appreciate it. So, um, but but we're back, and and we're we're trying to figure out a new time to record because we're realizing Thursday nights are not a very good night. Uh, very good nights in general are not a very good time to record because Will works just about every night, right? Will right now, especially with all yeah. of the. Kind of we're short staffed on top of people with like COVID scares or whatever. Like I've just been filling in a ton recently. So right. uh, it's just been, it's been tough. Uh, mornings have been where. So uh, we might be doing a complete switch to days here. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, but either way, uh, and I, you know, I could have posted something on Twitter, but no one, like barely anyone ever see our tweets. Like, the impressions are like super low on that. So I feel, I don't feel like that's an effective way to communicate. Uh, so maybe next time, if something like this happens, I will release like a mini episode that gives updates. Cause really that's the best way for us to communicate with, with people who listen. Cause a lot, you know, a lot of our listeners are not following us on, on different social media, which is fine. Cause we don't really post anything on our thumbstick athlete social media. So, um, but again, uh, and people, like I said, reached out to me personally, uh, on my social media and that's, that's perfectly fine. If you ever, if you ever feel like you want to do that, that's, that's, that's perfectly fine. So, um, but we're going to be getting caught up. There's been a lot of important news and stuff we have to talk about. Uh, A lot of game stuff we have to talk about, uh, new things that me and will have played. Um, I haven't had a chance to relate my experience with my new computer and my new monitor. So we'll be talking about that. Um, so yeah, we have a lot of stuff to talk about for this episode. Um, but we, we may not do nibble bits since this is going to be a news heavy episode. Uh, so we may just cut that part out and do, do the, all the other segments, right? Yeah. I was going to say like looking at it, Dan, we really, I mean, we'll probably cover all the main stuff during the main segment. Yeah. And like there might be one or two things that might bring like a big edition being delayed this year. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's like really it. Yeah, uh, the breaking thing, uh, which we'll cover, I guess, right before we start with the rest of the episode, is that Shadow, uh, World of Warcraft Shadowlands, is, has been yeah. delayed. That's what I was actually going to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, that uh, that was the breaking. Big expansion. Yep, that happened recently. So um, they haven't they come up with a date yet later this year. year. Uh, sorry, Will, you're breaking up. Uh, I feel like that falls to 2021. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that, to be honest. That's probably not a bad move um oh. weird time time yeah yeah uh so yeah well well first we'll talk about um i believe we had talked about the xbox series x prices and release dates and stuff um the the playstation event was held uh since since we've recorded our last episode so um the ps5 obviously uh people know it by now but it comes in two different models it's got the all digital version which is going to be 399 and then the full-on version is going to be $4.99. Um, the only difference being a disk drive on one of them and no disk drive on the other. Uh, unlike the Xbox Series X and Xbox Series S, which have are, are two different models with two different power capabilities. So 
Um, that's an important distinction. I think the all digital, that's a pretty good deal. I think for $400 for that. I don't know. I don't know your thoughts on that. Will. Ah, uh, sorry. My internet is running like garbage right now. Can you hear me better? Yeah. Yeah. You, there has been a little bit of a delay, um, but go ahead. Can you not I don't hear know me? What's going on? Hold on. Oh, can you not hear me? Can we pause for a second? Yeah, you're fairly delayed. So yeah, we're gonna we'll take a quick break. We'll try to sort our sort out our internet issues, and we will be right back. Okay, and we're back. I think we might have the problem sorted. Seems like, I, it seems like both of us are having some internet issues. Uh, Will was getting significantly fewer Mbps uh, down than he's supposed to, and I was dropping a few frames. Luckily, it was during the intermission, so. Uh, hopefully everything sorts itself out and we can continue on, right? Yeah, I blame the Broncos-Jets game. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I was just watching that earlier, and now all of a sudden the internet sucks. Sure. So, I don't know. Of course, but, it's a bad football game. It's not even worth it. Yeah, it's not, not worth watching. Um, but yeah, let's get let's get back to so we were talking about the PlayStation Five and the two different versions. I wanted to get your thoughts on the two different versions, Will. Yeah, uh, I think they're very appropriately priced. I love the digital version. If I could get my hands on the digital version, I would. But uh, Sony had a little snafu with their their pre-orders, so I don't think I'm going to be able to get a PS Five at launch. I don't think I'm getting either at launch, actually. To be honest with you, um, yeah which sucks because one is Microsoft bungled theirs in a different way and Sony bungled theirs in the other way. So um, I think they're very, I think all of the consoles are pretty appropriately priced in my opinion. Um, yeah. I, I agree. No issues with those. I agree. I actually, myself was try. I tried to pre-order the Xbox series S uh, on the, on the launch day. I wanted to pre-order it from Amazon because I'm still not entirely sure that I even want to have one at launch, uh, but I wanted to be able to have that option closer to launch, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, I just upgraded my computer, so I, like that's what I'm going to be playing most of my games on for the foreseeable future. Um, you know, my Xbox, series, my Xbox One S is probably enough for what I'm going to need it for for the next little while anyway. Um, but I did want to have that option, and I was not able to secure one. Um, Corey so far is the only one of us that's been able to secure a next gen console. I, I got I got the Xbox too. It's oh, just, uh, I got that's the right. same email. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You, oh, oh, that's right. Because yeah, you guys got them, and then you got emails later saying that that it, that you might not get them on launch. Yep. Same. So. Johnny also same thing. Got the Xbox on Amazon, and then a couple days later, got the same email we did all oh, at really? the same time too, which is funny. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I mean, everyone's pretty mad at Microsoft and Sony. Sony has said that they're going to be doing more pre-orders, but I don't see that happening, to be honest, in any capacity that'll make people happy. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, it, the, and those are not the only launches that have been bungled. Uh, I don't know if you saw the, the mess that was the launch of the RTX 3080. Yep. yep. <laughs> i had a well i was trying to help one of my friends when my friends get one and it like they were sold out within minutes uh largely sold to bots and people people hoarding them to sell them for like 10 grand on ebay yeah so i mean like 
I'm not, I'm not, I'm not mad about how any of it went because that's just how the cookie crumbles. It does suck though, because I was at least able to secure an Xbox at some point. Mm-hmm. It might be a week or two after, but I do know I'm getting one. I was a little frustrated with Sony only because if I wasn't at work and I knew the pre-orders went live, I would have been able to get one. I'm almost positive. Um, Cause I mean, the, the PlayStation 5 is what I wanted more anyway. Right. Um, so, I mean, it sucks. I feel like they're not going to have pre-orders available for the PlayStation again um, in any way that people are going to be happy with. So I feel like I'm going to be waiting until probably end of November to get one, uh, which is really funny because NVIDIA, Microsoft, and Sony all said they're going to have plenty of units available for people. I don't know if they thought because of the COVID year that people weren't going to be buying them as quickly as they are yeah. i don't know if they i because i don't know where the disconnect was where they went from you're definitely going to be able to pre-order one to sorry we're out yeah everywhere. i feel like that's been the case throughout covid though like it's been impossible to get most computer parts for for throughout most of covid yeah uh, especially things like power supplies and motherboards uh processors not so much um but but some things have been sold out and you, you know, you kind of, we had to do that when we built your computer. I did that a little bit with my computer. You know, I just had would, hoped that when I was ready to buy it, that they had what I wanted. And luckily they did. Um, but yeah, we had to like swap out parts, you know, and, and you know, the, yeah. the computer with Workhorse, it's the same thing. Like we, especially power supplies, we just order a bunch when we can uh, and, and just hope they're not, they weren't sent back to Amazon broken. Yeah. That's happened before too. Um, I'm sorry, I misspoke. I was able to secure a dual sense controller. Um, so that will be coming on launch. Oh, okay. Well, you, at least you can use that on your computer, right? I, I guess, yeah. <laughs> um, so I don't know. It sucks, but I I guess I'll wait. Um, I really just want a PS5 for that uh, Immortals game, the Phoenix Immortals. Um, I really want to play that on the new consoles. Really bad. Um, sure. So at least like by December, whenever that is third, I would like to have a PlayStation. Um, what do you think about the seventy dollars game, Stan? It doesn't bother me. I I mean I feel I feel like they prepped us long enough for that. Uh, and while it probably does affect my ability to get games, uh, in a lot of cases I'm not paying full price for games anyway. A lot of the yeah. stuff that I want to play has come out on uh, Game Pass. Are the games going to be $70 on PC too, or is PC staying? Because a lot of times new games will be $50 on PC, mm-hmm. $60 on other systems. So I haven't heard anything about that. I didn't, I didn't know if that was that was going to be a difference. Yeah, so we don't know that yet. Um, Sony's the first one to just be like, yep, games are going to be $70. Um, okay. They came right on out and said, yep, everything will be 70 So yeah. uh, again, I don't have a problem with that. I, I sort of expected that have to happen it's yep. kind of whatever at this point i don't really care um, yeah I, i'm in agreement and uh, a lot of the stuff that i'm going to want to buy anyway is going to be on game pass so i don't even yep. have to really worry about it uh some other things that are of no by the way when we get into the bethesda thing i kind of have a theory about 
these three consoles are all going for something very, very, very different. None of them are really competing with each other, in my opinion. Um, I know everyone I'm, wants to make this into a console war, but it's not that. I, I, I'm I honestly in agreement with that nowadays. They are going in vastly different directions, but go ahead. Which we'll get into when we talk about Bethesda and everything. But um, I did want to go over the launch lineup for um, the PlayStation because we do know what it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting it up here really, really quick. Uh, well, I can tell you one thing. thing. Yes. Uh, the the Demon Souls remake. Yeah, so the Demon Souls remake from Bluepoint Studios will be the first game. Oh, um, that looks that... incredible. So actually, I kind of made a list of all the PlayStation games I'm going to get. I think I will get that game when I get my PlayStation. I okay. don't see how I can't, really. I mean, I'm just happy like it, I'm just happy it's coming to PC, and that's where I will be playing it. Oh, it is coming to PC. That's it is, cool. I yep. didn't know that. Yep. Um, so right now, as of right now, we've got Astro's Playroom, which is going to be preloaded on every PlayStation. I guess it's a platformer to kind of like show off a couple of the new things the PlayStation 5 will be doing. Um, Sackboy Big Adventure is another one um that'll be there <laughs> Fortnite, destruction all-stars which i think that game's gonna be dead on arrival considering that's gonna be 70 dollars. i don't really see anybody buying that game considering all the other stuff that's gonna be coming out sure. uh devil May five special edition and then we've got spider-man miles morales with a uh ps5 remaster so it's either gonna be 40 dollars for the miles morales or 70 for miles morales and spider-man okay. for the ps4 remastered uh demon souls and then godfall but sony is making its first kind of foray into kind of having a game pass sort of um thing going on yeah um, they're going to be having some games that if you have ps plus which i will have there'll be some games that'll be out immediately um for that like god of war uncharted 4 battlefield 1 until dawn final fantasy 15 there was a couple other games that were all uh like Detroit Become Human. Uh, but also, if I remember correctly, The Last of Us 2 and Ghost of Tsushima should be launch titles as well because I think this year they all had games that, uh, like the big games like Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima, Sony told the developers of Naughty Dog and Sucker Punch has to be ready for PS5. So um, there's that. And then we got like Watch Dogs, Legions, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla, but that's also going to be Xbox launch games too. They'll be out first on Xbox Series X. So, um, a lot of stuff there. Yeah, definitely. And I at least appreciate that PlayStation has some PS5 exclusive games, you know? Um, Xbox doesn't have any Xbox Series X compa- uh, specific games, right? Yes. Uh, Everything's coming uh, out for the Xbox One also. That's com- everything new. Correct. Also, games like uh, for Horizon Forbidden West is coming to PS4, by the way, as well as PS5. Right, eventually. Um, that is, so when that comes out, um, I, a lot of people were talking about how Sony made the statement, we believe in our new console, but also gave them a hard time for having games coming to PS4 and PS5. And I'm like, that's the dumbest thing you can give a company a hard time for because it's yeah. the first thing everyone complains about is when there's a new console if they drop the past console. Um, I just don't understand. I feel like a lot of these consoles are getting flat from a lot of gamers right now, and I just don't really understand why. It's just kind of yeah. like if they don't have the games cross-platform, people are upset about that. But if they do, people are annoyed by that too. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I just feel like 
I don't know. I feel like in the weird year that was 20, they're doing the best they can with it. I know everyone's saying they're coming out too early, but honestly, like looking at this launch lineup, I don't think it's as bad as people were saying. Yeah, and I think they priced it right too. I mean, I know there's not anything like super new, but like if you're if you're have a 4K TV, especially a high refresh rate 4K TV, you're gonna see benefits, you know, of that. Uh, having recently played games in high refresh rates. It's a game changer. Yeah. 60 frames per second now looks choppy to me because I've been playing at higher frame rates. So uh, that alone to me is worth the upgrade. If you have I, a TV, if you have a TV that can do it. I really hate you because <laughs> I played a game on my PS4. I'm yeah. not going to get into it yet. Cause I really am excited to talk about it for what we played, but it uh-huh. took me like to get used to <laughs> It does take a while to get because I've been playing Mario sixty four, um, which yeah, doesn't oh even run God. at thirty frames. I don't think so. Um, the three D All Stars. I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah, that. <laughs> uh, so we'll talk about that during what we played. But, uh, but a couple other quick hitters from that Sony press conference was uh, Final Fantasy sixteen. Oh, looks, that looks incredible. Yeah, that looks incredible. Fun little fact about that. I guess that game was in development since before Final Fantasy 15 came out. Really? Uh, so apparently what they were saying is that game's closer than we all think, which is awesome. So I think we're supposed to hear a little bit of news a little bit later this year about that. And then they're going to knock like buckle down to finish development on it. So I feel like we're going to be getting that game probably fall next year, if that were to guess. Okay. But that looks absolutely amazing. It's kind of doing a return to roots with more fantasy as a to fantasy mixed with that futuristic aspect. Uh, like I look at a game like Final Fantasy 15, Final Fantasy 7, they kind of have that more futuristic fantasy vibe to it. Whereas this looks like straight up like fantasy, um, which is cool. There was that, the Hogwarts Legacy game, which oh, is a Harry Potter game. Yeah, that looks great. That looks pretty cool too. I'm not going to lie. Uh-huh. Uh, as someone who hates Harry Potter, it was kind of, that looked pretty cool. I I hated Harry Potter for a very long time, and then uh, because it was it came out about the same time as Lord of the Rings, and you, be, me being a Lord of the Rings fan, you being a Lord of the Rings fan, we felt the same about Harry Potter. Yep. Uh, but once I watched the movies, I'm like, okay. As a as a grown up adult, I'm like, okay, this is this is this is good. But anyway, that's an aside. Oh, it's honestly like Black Clover, the anime, has made me like I really like that magic concept, which is part of the reason why I really like uh, a spell break, which we'll talk about yeah. a little bit later. So like that magic, like you know, magic, you know, spells, stuff like that. I uh-huh. kind of think I like that concept. So like Harry Potter, I've kind of you know don't turn around a little bit on it. Um, sure. Also, Fire Emblem with the whole taking classes and students and stuff like that. Like that's also something that's kind of pretty cool. Um, yeah. So, like, this is going to be that. So, that's pretty cool. Uh, I'm pretty excited for that game to see what happens with that. Um, new Resident Evil coming out in 2021. I'm not huge on that. So, doesn't really do much for me. We saw a little bit more Deathloop, which looks awesome. That does um, look awesome. It, it really does. The concept of you have to kill these, I think it was a, seven targets, maybe? Something like that. Targets in one day, or it, like, resets, like, a Groundhog Day is really cool. Um, so I'll be kind of interested to see when that, like, with that, but that's a Q2 2021 game. Um, also, we saw God of War Ragnarok coming next year. Um, 
we heard about a new God of War being in development pretty shortly after God of War came out. So I wasn't surprised to see that. So that's pretty cool. Um, all in all, it was, I'm, I'm excited for both new consoles. I don't really care about this whole console war. Uh, I am excited. Yeah. Excited as can be. Yeah. Uh, my whole preference for Xbox boils down to the controller. I prefer the Xbox controller. And that's really it. So. Well, since we're talking Xbox, we can kind of get into the huge news that yeah. uh, broke last week. I think, I feel like it was rumored. And I was like, no, that's no. baloney. And then, but, go ahead, Will. <laughs> yeah, so essentially Microsoft bought ZeniMax, which owns all of these studios, like Ed, Arcane, Bethesda. Uh, for $7.5 billion. I didn't realize so, it was that much. Holy crap. Yep, $7.5 billion. Um, just, just, you know, Microsoft just dropping a cool $7.5 billion. No big deal. I have, a, I have a lot of thoughts on this, Dan. Um, what do you think about that? All right, so one of the things that I saw floating around on Instagram was that now Obsidian and Bethesda are back together and they can make Fallout New Vegas too. Yeah, that that's a thing. That <laughs> that's, could definitely be a thing. I saw that five or six different places on Instagram shortly after this happened. Um, well, I, like I, I ultimately don't really know what to think about it because it's going to take a few years before Microsoft's influence is going to be seen in 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 Bethesda's uh, Bethesda Arcane. It like like you said, it'll be a few years before it's it's seen in there. Um, I'm just I'm hoping that that Microsoft's influence is good for Bethesda and maybe they don't release such buggy games. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, so, cause I, so this is a lot of interesting thoughts I have on this because my first thought was, what does this mean for avowed in outer worlds? Because obsidian made outer worlds, which is a sort of spiritual successor yeah. or spiritual game to the fallout series and avowed looks like looks like a better skyrim in my opinion yeah so now that microsoft owns obsidian and bethesda who obsidian is doing in my opinion potentially better games that have a high potential better than yeah. bethesda what does that mean for those two franchises is there enough room in the world for microsoft to own exclusives of the next Outer Worlds game in the next, or when Avowed comes out, and then put out the next Fallout game and the next Elder Scrolls. That was the first thing I thought. Second thought was funny that Microsoft is acquiring these studios for IP for exclusive games, but not in house making them like Sony does. But then I came to the conclusion Microsoft isn't even trying to compete with Sony in exclusives. Yeah. This is all rooted in Game Pass. Microsoft would rather everyone be subscribed to Game Pass, in my opinion. Yeah, than definitely. Putting putting out IPs. So that kind of made me think these three these three big giants in gaming right now aren't really competing with each other anymore. Micro or Nintendo doing its own thing yeah, has been for years. Yeah, Nintendo's Nintendo. They will continue to Nintendo. Yep, Nintendo's trying to do the portable home console mix, like making their Nintendo games just knocking it out of the park because nobody can really compete with them on that yeah. they just have that market cornered 
Sony's going after. We have the better exclusive games. We have that more hardcore niche gamer, which is becoming a larger niche because of games like Fortnite. More people are getting into games. And then yeah. Microsoft is doing that. Everyone subscribe to Game Pass. Give us constant money, and you will have access to all of these games all of the time. Yeah, they're also even they're doing the payment plans for the new Xbox, both the new Xboxes, which include the system. I think it's over the course of two years. So it's the system and then Game Pass Ultimate is yeah. included in that. So you're right. They're just looking for that constant cash flow. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, to me, it's a smart business plan, especially, I mean, they're only adding more stuff to Game Pass yeah. because EA games, I th- I don't know if we talked about this on the, on the podcast, but EA games are going to be on Game Pass now too. Uh, EA, EA Play stuff. Yeah. Uh, not everything. I don't think brand new games are going to be on there, but but it's a the huge backlog that EA has uh, is going to yeah. be available, and then eventually their their new releases. You know, after after a, a and, time. And didn't Eric hear the rumor that Ubisoft is going to be joining that Game Pass stuff with like AC Valhalla and um, so he said he read that. I don't there know. was a graphic, but I feel like the graphic poorly explained it. I don't believe Valhalla is going to be part of it. It said something about Game Pass underneath, but the top of the graphic was cut off. Okay. So I, I don't... I, Microsoft has come out and said no, but at the same time, it, I think it was a leaked document, and maybe they just hadn't announced that yet. So I, I can't clarify one way or the other on that. It, it could be, it could not be. I don't know. Don't so cancel your pre-order if you have one. So yeah, basically, essentially, there could be... Ubisoft games like Watch Dogs Legions and um, Valhalla on there. We don't know for sure, but uh, there has been said, like, I guess Microsoft said no, but I get, we won't know until we get closer. So, yeah. um, I mean, that's huge. That's huge for Microsoft. All of that. I mean, if those games are on there, then it's like, why? I mean, we're going to get the new Starfield, the new Elder Scrolls. Like, those are going to be Game Pass games. Whenever they choose to come out, we have yeah. no clue when that'll be, but like those are going to be exclusive or exclusive to Game Pass. Like they're just going to be on there. So it makes me wonder: Is the new next Fallout or Starfield and the new Elder Scrolls are they going to even be on Sony's console? I think so. We don't know. Yeah, we I, don't know for sure. We don't know for sure. I think they will be only because those are such established franchises. And really, like if you're Microsoft, you're throwing away a lot of money by not having those games come to, um come to other systems you know yeah because they see the revenue for that yeah because that you know i don't know how i don't know how it breaks down how they end up making money off a of game pass uh so all their xbox users will you know just get the games automatically through through game pass and then they can get their 10 15 20 million copies sales from the the playstation and then some of the games make their way to switch i don't know i don't know what's going to happen with the switch if they'll come out with a new switch next year that can play you know more powerful games or what have you so let me ask you dan yeah when you boot up the new fallout game on your ps5 is it going to be a microsoft studios thing that loads up <laughs> i don't know that's interesting <laughs> there has to be right because I, I would think own it. i would think yeah <laughs> that's pretty funny actually that is funny so like with that news like really it kind of shows me that they're all going for a different thing right now so i mean it's going to be interesting because we're going to see kind of the testing is like 
Sony not all going to hold up to what Microsoft is doing because Microsoft's doing like a whole new thing. Like Sony's kind of staying entrenched to how games used to be. It's just like, oh, here's your game. You're buying it for $70. With yeah, them testing, you know, PS Now and the new yeah. PS Plus collection stuff. So like they're doing a little bit with that, but not as much as Microsoft who essentially we're not going to have to buy games for Xbox consoles anymore. We're just going to pretty much be doing Game Pass. Like, yeah. I see no reason to buy anything on my series x and other than use game pass because all of that backlog like or in the will of the wisps is going to be right on the new console right off the bat like stuff like that i say that because that's one of the games i think the highest of this year so yeah and all just right then and there all their new releases are also going to be on pc too which makes me happy yeah so that's where i'm going to play games for the foreseeable future another thing i want to talk about with game pass is with with kids uh, for me, Game Pass is great because the kids will, you know, will peruse Game Pass. They'll see something that they want to play, and I don't have to worry about buying that game and them having them play it for ten minutes and never touching it again. Yeah, you know, it gives me a hu- access to a huge amount of games that they can they can play. You know, Minecraft. We ended up buying a bunch of copies of Minecraft because my son and daughter have it on their switches but we also have it on the xbox so you know that's where he could play he, that's where he started playing it on the xbox and then we could buy it on the switch once we found out that they both like it enough so yeah uh, uh tito asked in the chat does playstation not have a game pass equivalent they do they they're coming out with something similar um i, I don't know that they've detailed it too much as of yet uh but i know a lot of like older first like PlayStation exclusive games are going to be on there. So I don't, I don't know if new releases are coming out on there. I don't know what kind of third party games they're having come on there, but they are going to have some sort of equivalent. Yeah. So they have when the coming to the PlayStation five, it's called the PlayStation plus collection. If you're Uh, subscribed to PlayStation plus, you're going to get games like God of War, Bloodborne, Final Fantasy 15 until dawn, the last guardian, the last of us remastered persona five, um, right. Resident evil seven, that's all that we know for right now. Uh, I do think that's if a pretty I good list of games, though. Yeah, which is a pretty. I mean, Persona Five, spoiler, is my second favorite game of all time. Like uh-huh. on my next five hundred list, like that's going to be number two. Um, great games on there. They're also supposed to have Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Two, as well. Um, if I remember correctly, Sony said that those games were going to be coming to PlayStation Five. I don't see any reason why they wouldn't launch when the console comes out. Right. So, uh, yeah, those are supposed to be there. So Sony's kind of like Sony for whatever reason. Like Microsoft is kind of doing its own thing right now and kind of leaving Sony alone. And Sony's like kind of going after Microsoft. They did it last generation too. Uh, so they're kind of doing a sort of Game Pass comparison thing. Uh-huh. I. I think it has potential to be pretty awesome, but I don't know how much they'll commit to it considering like you remember the PlayStation three, the free PS plus games, they were all awesome for PS four. They were all like games I never cared about. So yeah, um, it's going to be interesting to see what they end up doing for this gen. Yep. That was the biggest news (laughs) of the past week and a half or so. Yep. Okay. Uh, moving on. I think so. That that's all I wanted to talk about for that. You got everything too, right? Well, I think so. Okay. Uh, what uh, what else do we need to talk about? We need. To, have we covered the new Hyrule Warriors game? 
of this? I don't we think talked I... about it, but a lot of stuff has actually come out from that sense. So it's uh, Tokyo Game Show happened. Okay. Um, so we can talk about that. I think yeah. it looks pretty incredible. Yep. Age of Calamity. Yeah. yeah um, honestly, like the, the trailer for that gave me chills. Every time I, I watch it, it gives me chills. It's 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 incredible. Uh, you know, Breath of the Wild being my favorite game of all time. Um, having an underrated story and just being able to experience that as all the all the heroes. Uh, they came out and said you can play you can also play as Impa. The Impa? Yeah, it's Impa. Yep, Impa. Uh, a young Impa, obviously, in the game too. So that's that's cool. I think there's I think they have to announce one more hero. But what was interesting yeah. Go ahead, Will. I think there's gonna be I think there's going to be a couple more. I think they said that they're... Uh, I could be wrong. I might have misinterpreted, but I couldn't really watch the, the Tokyo Game Show stream that they had for it. Um, but, like, it's Zelda, Link, the Guardians, or the Champions. I don't know. But I don't know who after that. Yeah, so some people speculated that it's actually going to be, like, a bad guy. And you're going to go off like at the you know at the end of the game and be the bad guy and beat the good guys which i think would be incredible i don't know if they're going to do that but that would be amazing that actually would be really cool and like you actually end up like killing all of the other champions yeah. that would be really cool because honestly like i think the story for the breath of the wild is one of the better game stories so they could do a lot of really cool stuff it's tough because i worry it being a um uh, a warriors game that they won't you know it will be kind of not taking as seriously the story you know what i mean yeah it is just a hack and slash game but i don't know i'm gonna i can't wait to see what they do with it it's com- coming out soon so. yeah so i did wa- i watched a little bit of the tokyo game show stuff um and i they showed like a uh, cutscene, and it kind of just from there transitioned into into um into gameplay so it wasn't yeah it wasn't like hyrule warriors where you you know you're on a map or a a menu and you pick a battle and you go in like it was actually like a full cutscene that just i don't think it was seamless but it was close to seamlessly transition into into yeah. gameplay yeah and which is the way they should do it honestly yep so it look that looks looks great uh, yeah, I'm excited for Age of Calamity. It's one of my most anticipated games this year. It sucks it comes out right when Cyberpunk is coming out. Yeah, it's it the day before or day after? Day after? I think 20th, it's a couple right? days after, yeah. A day or two. So, that's a rough time for it to come out. But, I mean, the good thing is, is they're two totally different games. It's like, it's two RPGs, so. Um, right. You can give it some time, for sure. Okay. What else you got, Will? Uh, I have a couple things that I can just run through really quick, uh, really quick here. The new Pokemon Sword and Shield DLC Crown Tundra is going to be coming out October 22nd. Uh, so we're not too far off from that. I'm pretty excited to see that. Um, Torchlight 3 uh, got a release date. It was an early access, but it's coming out of that October 13th. Uh, Switch version will be coming out a little bit later. It'll be 40 bucks, so... That's the price tag. I want to say it's more expensive than what it is right now. I can check that uh, just to be sure. Because I think for what I've heard on this game, that's a pretty steep price tag. Right. 
Um, because it is apparently okay, so it's $29.99 right now, so it'll be going up in price. Okay. So if you want it, get it now. Um yeah. Ghost of Tsushima is $45 in the PlayStation's Game of a Generation sale going on right now. So that's a really good price for that one. Um I mean Ghost of Tsushima is in contention for game of the year. So uh, sure. I think people should get that. And huge news that broke the internet today. Steve from Minecraft is in Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, how do you feel about that? I will not lie to you. I absolutely hated it until uh-huh. I watched the trailer and saw everyone's excitement. And then I was like, you know what? That's a good move. Yeah. Um, granted, I was like sitting there saying I would be excited if it was like one of the Pokemon from Sword and Shield, like whatever starter is the most popular. Right. So, which no one would have been excited for that other than me. So, the fact that everyone's really excited for Steve and the other characters like Alex or whatever the different designs are, I have no idea who any of them are. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited for it. It's going to be pretty cool. More info is coming out on it in two days. So, it'll be Saturday, I believe. We'll see kind of a gameplay and we'll probably get uh, a release date. So, yeah, I know my kids are pretty excited about it. So, yeah, it's a good move. Minecraft it is players. a good move. So the trailer was was really well done too. Um, they do a good job with those Smash character like trailers. So yes, they do. Uh, definitely check it out. I will never forget the Simon and Richter one where they murdered Luigi. I don't know if you remember that trailer, oh, yeah. man, but that that was <laughs> that was a great trailer. People thought Luigi was done for. Yeah, <laughs> Nintendo had to say he's fine. Yeah, it was just a trailer. Just the trailer. They were just teasing uh, Luigi's Mansion 3. So, uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of all the stuff that I thought were worth talking about. Yeah, there's. Uh, I have one other thing, and that's that Amazon announced their own cloud streaming gaming service called the Aura. I think it's called Aura. I don't remember the name. I think name. you mean Ouya. Ouya, Ouya. Yeah, so that's going to run on a bunch of different devices and Amazon Fire TV sticks. It's going to be, I believe it's like $6.99 a month, which makes it intriguing to me. I think this is the route Stadia should have gone. Yeah, But it's all going to depend on what what games are on. I think Stadia does have a monthly thing now, but you still have to buy like the bigger games. So, who knows? How is Stadia doing? I don't think very well. Poor, poor Google. Actually, can we really say poor Google? No, they kind of they kind of bungled it. They had the opportunity to make something great and bungled it. Because from yeah. what I gather, it it runs okay for most people. The people that I know that I have have had experience with it. But. Yeah, I'm always about uh, being able to get uh, different ways of gaming to as many people as possible. So I kind of Stadia to do really, really well, but it doesn't look like it. Uh, it is. There's still time. You never know. Games yeah. like Final Fantasy 14 came out and flopped so hard, but came back better than ever. So, sure, there's always time. Yeah, figured out. I think that's that's everything. So uh, we'll get into our weeks. Will, how was your week? Weeks. good um i do want to say real quick is crash bandicoot 4 is getting really good reviews oh is it really 87 on uh open critic nice it's good um I'm trying to think anything interesting has happened to me other than work and i don't think not really so 
Sports. Just working. Yeah, sports. Uh, Congrats to the Tampa Bay Lightning on winning the Stanley Cup. I was glad you won. I did not want Dallas to win. Yeah, I didn't. The only Dallas thing that I liked was Rick Bonus. After that, I didn't like the other. I like Miro Heiskanen, but like after that, I just don't really care about any of the Stars players at all. So sure. I was definitely rooting for Tampa on that one. Um, always respect Tampa. I felt bad, though, watching Stamkos come out on the ice to celebrate with his team. Not because he wasn't excited, but I felt bad he couldn't play more. Yeah, he played one game the entire the entire tournament, right? He, he must was, have been broken. It was that. Well, he played that one Stanley Cup game, and he scored a, a goal. Yep. And then that was that was all he did. Like I said, he must have literally been a broken human being for him to not play at all that game. Yeah, I don't know. Just in general, because hockey players are tough and don't want to miss time ever. So sure. Uh, Tito um, says, "What do you think state stadia messed up at?" Um, I think the pricing doesn't work. I the problem is the the uh, these services, at least to me. Um, it doesn't seem like they're going to stick around. So if Stadia is asking you to buy like full price games for it, when Google especially is known to shut shut stuff down, uh, I, th- I think that's lowering the adoption rate. I think they just need to come out with a straight subscription model, you know, like, like a Game Pass thing, and just have a ro- rotating games, have some new games come out on it, and that'll get that'll get people playing it. Because like I said, from what I gather, I haven't tried it myself, but from what I gather, it it runs relatively well as long as your internet connection is is good enough uh very minimal input lag runs on chromebooks which i have not tried yet but that's probably where i would where i would play it uh which is a good thing um but actually nvidia's nvidia's streaming service works on chromebooks now too which i also haven't tried but yeah Yeah, I, um, I, I did the free trial of uh, for Stadia, but it had like Destiny 2 on it, which I own on PC, and I wasn't going to try that. I'd rather just play it on PC. You know? Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. I, but other than that, Dan, I really don't have too much. So you can take okay. over the week. Yeah, so uh, things have been crazy in my household. Um you know, I we have the four older kids and the newborn. We're homeschooling. Um, I haven't had a break from kids in going on seven months. So, you know, sanity's sanity's a little hard to come by nowadays. Um, and you know, my wife went back to work like the end of August. Um, and the transition from having her around to just and to all of a sudden being by myself all day with five kids was bad. But then they started school, homeschool. They're like officially like homeschooled and not remote learning from their school. So, uh, you know, that's a whole other whole other ball game. Fighting with them to get their work done. Um, they're they're getting better about it. We're starting to get into a routine, but there's like there's no time to do dishes there's no time to do laundry like everything's behind like oh it's just that's why I'm, i've been so frazzled uh and that's why we didn't have an episode last week i didn't even like realize it was thursday just because that's that's how crazy everything's been 
Um, you know. See, I work nine days in a row, and I'm like fed up. I can't imagine seven months of yeah. no break. Yeah. Nothing. Occasionally here and there. I mean, the the good thing is, like, uh, you know, we have video games that we that we play together to to relax. Especially my my daughter now is really really into Fortnite, which is great because um, Max was in it into it for a little while, but he didn't he didn't want to improve like she does. Like she works hard to get better, uh, yeah. which is which is great. So I'll talk about that during what we played though. Um, what else do we have? Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't I haven't had a chance to talk. I don't know if I got my graphics card, um, when we did the last episode. Uh, but I I've don't since, think so. Okay, yeah, I got my graphics card. I got the RTX twenty sixty super. Uh, it was a founder's edition card, so it's it's like beautiful. Like it just looks so nice. Yeah. Um, because you have the founder's edition RTX twenty seventy super, right? Yes. Sure. So my graphics card looks similar to yours. It's just a little smaller, um, mm-hmm. but the like the build quality is so good. It, like it, it's heavy. It's got a nice thick meaty backplate, which my my GTX nine seventy didn't have. Uh, it's all it's all metal and it, it's it's gorgeous. Um, and then How I got. Are we talking? The backplate. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's Super like meaty. Quarter, yeah, yeah. It's like a quarter of an inch, if I had to guess. Uh, all all metal okay um and then i got a 165 hertz monitor uh it's a scepter monitor it was under 200 dollars, which was great this is a monitor i had pegged uh for like a month when i knew i was gonna get a new one uh Mm -hmm. and you know as as we got closer to getting our money from selling the old house i was like this better not run out of stock i had a few backups but they were like at least a hundred dollars more yeah I wanted to this monitor like reviewed really well for for what it is. Um so yeah, it's 165 hertz. I have the it's G-Sync compatible. It's not actual like G-Sync. So um but it's incredible the game. Yeah. At so yeah, so I don't know if I'm sure I've explained what variable refresh rate is. Um basically G-Sync and or FreeSync are are their variable refresh rates. So what it does is the monitor matches matches the refresh rate that's coming out of your graphics card so you don't see any duplicate frames ever um so when i'm playing games like fortnite or um uh Spellbreak, specifically though those, those are the ones that makes the biggest difference because they're you know competitive uh, i usually run between like 144 to 165 frames and it fluctuates with occasional drops to like 100 um, but you don't notice any of those drops when it drops down to like 90 sometimes i'll notice but that's usually only like when the match is first starting when you get plunked down onto the on, into the waiting areas when the game's like still loading that's when i'll get those drops um but once i get into the game it's actual like the smoothest silk it's almost like unbelievable how how smooth gameplay is yeah so i like Go like making the jump to like a computer that can actually like run things and playing through Horizon Zero Dawn. Even like people are complaining about the game not even being a good port yet. I was floored by so, everything. What I gather from that, because I played Horizon Zero Dawn on PC also, Will. Um, mm-hmm. What I gather from that is the last gen cards and older did not run it well. 
that our generation cards ran it fine and i i ran it fine too um yeah it ran like a dream it ran superb uh i would get it only went up to about 82 frames per second and would fluctuate between like 75 and 82 yeah um but it was like smooth as silk you know um, yeah because like i'm playing uh final fantasy 15 currently on uh-huh. pc and that game is not doesn't run anywhere near as good as horizon zero dawn oh really that's interesting yeah, yeah it's much older yeah much older game like i get some stutter and like crashes every now and again i think i had one crash in zero dawn the entire time and i don't think i dropped frames that i could notice once right so yeah it's it's spectacular way to play video games and if you have the opportunity to do so do it um if you can get a high refresh rate 4k tv your living room to game at 120 hertz do it because it's it makes such a difference um i've I've significantly improved my Fortnite performance just by having a faster refresh rate monitor um i'll talk about that like during what we played but it's it's, there's been a significant improvement um so we have we got that going we also got a mesh wi-fi system finally so our router used to be downstairs in the basement in the middle of the house so our house is really long i don't know if i talked about this on the on this podcast or not but our house is really long so on the ends of the house the signal was bad yeah. And then, like, if something got... We have granite countertops. If something was set on the granite countertops, the Wi-Fi would be bad. Outside in the front yard, no internet. Um, so we've been wanting to get one for a while. So we got the TP-Link Deco. Yep. Um, the one that I have? I think it's a newer version. Okay. Uh, it's the t- It's got the tall routers. Yours are the nope. little ones, right? Yeah, but the, the little, like, disc the things. Ones. Okay, yeah, ours, ours are taller. I don't think I think it's the same thing, but like maybe a newer model. I don't know. But what I did was I ran because my computer's up here. I have one like just right over here. Uh, But I ran a cable from the main one, which is in the middle of the house. And then I have the wireless one like over on the other side of the house. But I ran the cable one over to here so I could still have my big computer wired. And I just ran a short Ethernet cable from the router to my big computer. Um, but what a difference like i can go outside like take the dog out to go to the bathroom and my phone doesn't drop internet Um, yeah it doesn't drop internet when i'm in our bathroom which is all the way on the other side of the house uh it's been fantastic so honestly the mesh systems are crazy like i i today was the first day that i've ever had issues with uh the internet being kind of laggy or slower and that could be for whatever reason it might not have been your Wi-Fi. It might have just been Spectrum being terrible at providing internet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like I said, I would have I have internet in my car all the way in the backyard. Like mm-hmm. it's crazy how far the the Wi-Fi stretches now. Yeah. Like the pool deck, I got Wi-Fi. Yeah. So they're they're amazing. Yeah. So that's that. Oh gosh, I feel like I had so much I wanted to talk about i'm drawing blanks here anything sports related not really oh yeah yossi won the norris i was very happy about that i didn't Um, think he would i thought they were gonna give it to carlson i thought they were gonna give it to carlson too i'm glad they didn't um 
but on social media, the amount of people that were like, oh, Carlson got robbed, blah de blah de blah de blah. I'm like, if no. you watched any Predator game, you would have been like, wow, Yossi runs everything. Yeah, his stats too. Like, not not. I'm not talking about goals and assists, um, but his stats were significantly better in every every measurable category than than Carlson. Yep. Um, you know, you should never punish a player for who his teammates are, but if you're playing on a team with Alex Ovechkin and Nicholas Backstrom and TJ Oshie and all, all those players, like, you're going to get points. Yossi led the Predators in scoring by, like, 14 points. Yep. As a defenseman, so. <laughs> and watching their playoff series against the Coyotes, like, that guy was the lifeblood of the Predators. Yeah, oh, yeah. They, would, they wouldn't have even come close to the playoffs if he wasn't on the team. Not yeah. even close. So, which is bizarre considering who they have on that team, but they're just such underachievers. It just figures. That... It just figures that that's my my team because you know that's <laughs> how that's how I roll. I'm not big on their coach. I'm not. I don't understand why their players underachieve like they do. I don't know what goes on there. I don't know. I don't know. Easy city to play in, so it's like more chill. Yeah. I couldn't tell you. I wish I had answers, but I don't. Because I saw today that they're willing to move a center and Duchesne and <sighs> Johansson's name came up. They shouldn't trade those guys. Johansson had a great great playoff, actually. He was he was pretty good. Uh, yeah. Duchesne wasn't, but he was on a line with Turris and Granlund, who very much underperformed with, with Predators. Yeah. So I, the roster choices, I don't know why they didn't play Trennan. Trennan's been great. Um, yeah. You know, they should have, when they started to, like, lose, they should have played, they should have played Trennan, they should have played Tolvanen. Yeah. You know, let, let some of the young guys play. But didn't. It goes back to John Hines. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I thought he might get fired, but he didn't. Not not yet, anyway. I, I don't know why he got the job, but. I don't know either. I really don't. I, but I, I mean, obviously, I don't know what goes on behind closed doors, but it just seems like I could have gotten a way better coach. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see with the upcoming season. I mean, he'll have he'll have had a little more time with the team, so we'll see. Hopefully, we're hoping to get some. I would like to see them sign Taylor Hall, which he be could because awesome. which he could because Hines was his coach in New Jersey. A little while, so yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe. Hopefully, he get rid like of him. get rid of tourists. Which that needs to happen. Yeah, it does. I don't know how they're gonna be able to do it, but I don't know what happened. Why tourists was so bad on the Predators? Yeah, he was not, not. He was not just bad, but awful. Yeah, he was a first line player everywhere else, and then he gets to Nashville, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's gonna knock it out of the park," and he was terrible. So um, maybe the Predators will uh, take Jack Eichel from the Rangers. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. When there's a lot of smoke at something, there's fire. So I think there's more to that than people want to say. Probably. In my Probably. opinion. But I, I think pretty much everyone has has their price, too. You know, if, if Buffalo gets offered a good enough trade trade package, you know, never know what could happen. First overall pick and some prospects, Michael. Yeah, yeah. Cause, I mean, whatever they're doing is not working for them. So, yeah. I mean, but anyway, Jack, 
Giants stink too. So <laughs> the New York sports teams for football are two of the worst teams I have ever seen assembled on a football field. Yeah. They uh, are abysmal. Yeah. The Barkley injury was devastating, but really he wasn't going to do well this season behind that offensive line. <laughs> Honestly, I don't want him to tear his ACL. That's probably the worst injury to give a running back besides like maybe an Achilles injury, but yeah. for him to like miss the rest of the year, just that might be okay. Yeah. Just get get take care of yourself right now and let the Giants flounder away and draft Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah, because uh the that first game that they played, the second he got the football, he was hit by somebody. And mm-hmm. I know he kind of blamed himself for it, but anyone that knows anything about football knows that that's not his fault. Because he had a key he had a decent game, second game until he got hurt. So, do you see he scrubbed all of his New York Giants stuff on his Instagram? Yeah, I did. Why are we doing that? I don't know. Uh, some people think it might have been like to for uh, focus reasons. Okay, I can see that. He's he yeah. It has something to do with with Kobe, um, just like eliminating distractions and and just just pouring yourself into rehabbing. So you scrub your social media. That's that's part of it, I guess. I don't know. That's fair. I just like see things like Jamal Adams pulled to get traded out of the Jets, which in hindsight that might not have been <laughs> a bad decision by him to sure. throw tantrums. But I don't know. I just Jalen Ramsey did this with Jacksonville. I don't know. I'm not old school, but I think at some point you're like, well, just wait till your contract's done. Yeah. Get out of there that way. Yep. Especially with football, it's such a team-oriented game. Yeah, it absolutely is. You're very much reliant, more so than any other sport, I would say. You're reliant on your your teammates, you know. I started listening to the Pat McAfee show recently. Um, Great podcast. You get, like, quite a bit of insight. It's like spitting chiclets, but for the football version. Oh, cool. Uh, And you you get some very good insight on a lot of stuff. So it kind of opens my eyes to how locker rooms run a little bit more. Yeah. yeah, Tito confirmed he scrubbed other stuff as well. Yeah. That's just giants. Yeah, because I think he he I think he like left one thing on his Instagram feed, maybe. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Well, that's a little bit better because yeah. if he was mad at the Giants for that, it's just like actually, now that I'm saying it out loud, he has every right to be mad at the Giants <laughs> for everything. Yep. yep. I honestly I think Gettleman gets fired. Dakota and I were talking today that he thinks Trevor Lawrence is either going to be a jet or a giant. And I said, well, they have Darnold and Daniel Jones. And he said, yeah, but Gettleman's going to get fired. It's going to be a whole new regime in there. And they're going to start Lawrence, over. Yeah. I mean, Sam Darnold, maybe Darnold gets sent somewhere else and they bring in Trevor Lawrence. So he toils away in the jets organization. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what happens. I was I was disappointed though because this this past week the Giants weren't even on TV, uh, which I mean I understand it was the other game that they had on was was Buffalo and the the Rams, Great which game. was a far better game, far better game. But still, um, usually what happens is the Bills will be on CBS and the Giants are on Fox, but that didn't, I don't know it has to do with home and away. Um, who knows. Yeah, no, that Bills game was quite something. Yeah. Um, happy and, for the and, Bills. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm glad to see them doing really well. 
Uh, Josh Allen's been a stud, which Eric is very happy about. He and you know what? Josh Allen has made so many strides to be better. I remember that draft, and I said should have taken Josh Rosen, not Josh uh-huh. Allen. Way more complete NFL player. Josh Rosen's on his third team and on the practice squad right now. So <laughs> sure. Um, and and Josh, Josh Allen's ripping it up. Yep. And I only know he's on the Bucks practice squad right now because Tito in the chat just said it. <laughs> oh. I th- wasn't he playing for the Dolphins? Yeah, he got caught though when they drafted uh or during the preseason because they have Tua now and Tua is going to take over and then Fitzmagic gotcha. will be the backup at some point. Gotcha. Okay. So. That's as it's, that's right. They still have the Amish rifle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love Fitzmagic. <laughs> I do too. I'll just never forget. I think it was a preseason game. He was running the ball on a bootleg around the out, around the outside. And a cornerback came up to hit him, and he just trucked him. Like, just <laughs> put him right into the dirt. I'm like, this guy plays hard. Yeah. Love it. I, honestly, like, every organization or every player that I've heard talk about uh, Fitzpatrick has absolutely loved the guy. Yeah. So, and, like, Tua, I apparently, I'm, I'm kind of grooming myself to be a Dolphins fan here because of Tua. I usually pick players that I really like. I love Tua. Gotcha. Uh, and I follow those teams, so I'm kind of grooming myself to be a Dolphins. For now, I'm going to be a Patriots fan. Um, oh, okay. I love Cam Newton, that's why. Yeah. Um. So, uh, but just like watching the two of them interact on the sidelines, hilarious because it's just like Fitzpatrick with his giant beard and just like manly man, sure, joking around with Tua. I love it. It's good to see. Uh, Brady. The so the plan for the Bucks from. From Tito says Brady play a couple of years and then they as they groom Rosen, that makes sense. I mean, you you got arguably the best quarterback of all time grooming someone with potential, potential. right? If I'm the Bucks, I don't do it this year because Adam Gase has cast a doubt on every aspect of the Jets organization. Try to pry Sam Darnold out of the Jets organization, get him yeah. over to the the Buccaneers, maybe next season. Yeah. Does that mean Brady's got? I can't imagine he has three years to play left. Who knows? He seems ageless. That guy. True. You know the thing is, is they'll bring in Darnold and Brady will be all mad about it, and then he'll play another seven years. <laughs> it seems like he could at this point. That first game, I was like, "Oh, is he? Is he done?" And then, nope. Just needed to adjust to his new team. That's all. I have a hot take. I really think the Bucs are going to win that division because Drew Brees hasn't looked great. The Saints defense looks absolutely awful. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think the Bucs are going to be pretty darn. I've watched every game and I've loved watching them so far. So. Well, that division is not as bad as the NFC East is. Oh, God. The NFC East is the garbage division in the NFL. Uh, I think the... <laughs> their combined records are two nine and one and one of those is in division game so one of the one of the teams had to win <laughs> uh it's just like so funny to me that the eagles tied the Bengals again yeah and it's like that's like a win for them yeah the cowboys just like are scoring 40 points and still losing still losing yep i forgot uh, the redskins got renamed to the washington football team and i'm like i saw that and i was like they had more than enough time to come up with the name, and they did something. So, call them something, you know. Nope, Washington he, football team. I will say the counterpoint to Tito, what he says, the Falcons. Good God. Yeah, they're pretty bad. I'll give them that. 
The so I've actually listened to the Pat McAfee and the Around the NFL podcast talk about the Falcons quite a bit, and they make a good point about the Falcons. Like, at least they're fun every game because they'll score a ton of points. They'll be in the lead. They'll give you the false hope, and then they'll blow it. If you look at a team like the Jets or the Giants, they're not even. Sure. There's no pulse on the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah, because if you're gonna lose, you might as well make a show of losing and lose spectacularly. You know. <laughs> they they. <laughs> I've never seen a team lose more spectacularly than the Falcons. <laughs> One of my favorite sayings is, is snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> that encapsulates them. Yeah. They're, they're talk- also, I've been referencing this podcast a lot just because I've been listening to a lot, but the Pat McAfee show on the onside kick against the Cowboys, they said that they knew the rule on it. I don't know exactly what happened, and they are all confirmed they did not know the special teams rules because there's no way a team would have let what happened happened. Yeah. That. So uh-huh. they don't even know rules. It's great. Fun yeah. football. Bad division. Yeah. Anyway. All right, let's get into what we played. We'll, uh, we'll talk about spell break first only cause we teased that at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. So for those of you that don't know what spell break is, uh, I suggest giving it a try. It is a free to play, uh, battle Royale. Uh, however, the difference being you play as a magic user instead of using like guns like most of them. Um, so you have, when you start the match, you start with one of six gauntlets. They each have their own powers. Uh, one being stone, they have fire, wind, electricity, uh, poison, and ice. All have different yep. things that they do. Ice is basically like the sniper rifle. So they have like a primary attack, and then they have a... Uh, 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 like a special attack with a slower cooldown. Uh, and then you, so you have one, but you pick up another one someplace along the, along the way. You could swap that one out to whatever you want. You can't have two of the same kind. So uh, I usually go with stone. That's, that's my, that's my primary one. And then, you know, whatever you pick up along the way, I like to pair it with like wind or lightning. Um, sometimes ice, depending on if I'm playing solos or duos or what have you. Um, but yeah, you, you, it's, it's a battle Royale. Like you drop from the sky, uh, land in a place, you loot chests, uh, you get equipment in this one too, to up your mana, up your speed, up your, um, what's the other thing? Oh, shields. Um, so those are the same. It's the standard like color scale of any, any looter type of game. And then, uh, yeah, you battle it out as mages and, and the last one standing wins. Yeah, uh, I like the concept of Battle Royale games quite a bit, but I have never really gotten into Warzone or Fortnite. I've tried. I appreciate them for what they are. I never got into it. Spellbreak, however, uh-huh. is probably my favorite Battle Royale game I've played. Yeah. Um, it's quite again, good. This t- well, it ties back to just like the magic thing. Like it reminds me of Harry Potter and Black Clover, which is like you have a specific elemental magic and you're wizards and you're flying around. I just really like it. I think it's because it's different enough. It's not just some shooter game that you're playing. It's like you're literally casting spells to try to fight each other. And I think what gets me with it is how all of the synergies for different spells yeah. work. Um, I think that's a really cool thing because the whole concept is doing doing the dual gauntlet. So, like, um, say you're using wind and electricity, you can make a tornado with your E ability, 
and then you can shoot electricity into the tornado and it makes an electric tornado that's storming which does more damage and does you know kills the mages faster i just think all that stuff is really cool and really well done so kind of adds a little bit more of a fun layer in my opinion to the actual game so yeah um i love it they also work defensively too so like if someone blasts you with a poison cloud you can use wind to help push it away and, and yep. you know get it away from you because otherwise the the poison cloud will kind of kind of linger there yep. um it's it's free to play it's on all systems uh so it's on pc switch ps4 xbox one uh it is cross play also i have played quite a bit with my daughter she's she's been into the battle royale games not as much as fortnite but she does like it uh, I've gotten a couple solo victories. We've gotten a couple duos victories. Uh, it's a it's a good game. It's it's definitely worth a shot if you uh, have an interest in battle royale games, but but don't want to play something like a Fortnite or or Warzone or what have you. Do you see this game having the legs not to compete with Fortnite, but legs to stay kind of relevant to have a player base? I hope so. I honestly I think so because it's different enough that i think i think people will will stick with it mm-hmm. um it's also the the map is a little bit smaller so there's only i think it only has like 40 ish players per it's per round it's like 42 to 46 i don't remember the yeah exact number. and it's usually that's usually like half bots so it doesn't need as big a big a lobbies as as the other games uh which i think is a, a, a benefit for it mm-hmm. uh, matches also go a little bit faster too in that one um I only have a couple minor complaints about it, but I think we'll improve over time. And that's the map is kind of samey. Yes, if you felt I agree that with will. That. Yeah. Um, I would like to see more variety in the the land masses and and with you there yep. structures. Uh, like the forests that you land in aren't very like dense. I would like to see like dense forests and uh, you know sprawling plains and you know I I think they could do a little mountains. Yeah, I think they could do a little more variety with with the map. Uh, minor complaint though i know it, it kind of just came out um and then i would like to see them do more with uh skins too uh that's one of the cool things about fortnite is all the cool crossovers that they do obviously fortnite right now is doing the marvel crossover with uh you know all the all the Mar- marvel heroes i would love to see like harry potter skins in Spellbreak or uh you know like a gandalf type of thing in, in Spellbreak. i think that would be really cool i don't know if they'll ever do that um but some you know classic magic wielding characters as skins in the game would be awesome yep so i don't know if there's any skins that you unlock as you level up it doesn't seem like it i but... think there was only i think the skins kind of randomized that you get and then okay. you can buy whatever you could yeah you can buy some in the in the store i feel like there's only a handful of choices um i've, I've looked at the store light, a few times it's light on the microtransaction aspect of it in my opinion yeah. which is i mean if people hate microtransactions i don't care because i don't usually go for them anyway yeah Um, but they are fairly light so yeah um but i'm gonna be interested to see what they do with different gauntlets because like there's a lot of different cool ideas they could go like you know like a vampire gauntlet a light uh magic gauntlet a dark magic gauntlet like there's a lot of cool things that they could do i also was in a spell break twitch chat thing just like watching a guy play uh-huh. a lot of people said that they're going to be doing different modes so there's going to be a story mode apparently that they're going to be implementing at some cool. point and also like a 7v7 kind of like a team oh, sort of thing nice. um so those are all going to be coming uh different stuff so 
that's why I asked about the legs on the game because I do hope the game has legs to last for a little bit because I think uh, this game is definitely unique and I think I find the game to be pretty intense at times too especially oh, yeah. when like there's a lot of mages fighting at one time and you're trying to keep track of what's going on because I play ice so that's an awful up close one so uh-huh. if I get up close I try to pair it with wind because those are my two favorite gauntlets so like I get myself in some situations with with up close you know yeah so yeah it's it's an awesome game uh let me know if you play some night well i'll i'll gladly jump in or even during the day i can sneak in bits bits and pieces here so i i actually play quite a bit like i'll play a game or two so really it's just like letting asking uh to play whenever yeah okay. i'll start letting you know when i'm gonna jump on i might play a game or two tonight and a little bit uh a little bit later okay so um the only problem is dan is i don't know how late you stay up i kind of been sacrificing sleep to play games because i've been so busy so um i've been playing stuff at like one two in the morning yeah i rarely go to bed before one okay good to know yep uh so spell that was spell break uh what else oh i did my monthly install of warzone when season six came out i was like hey i got a new computer i got a new monitor or not new computer new graphics card you monitor i'm gonna see how this works um did you clear you know, 470 th- gigabytes of space to download yeah, 125 download 125 gigabytes download uh so you know i i did the usual i downloaded it over the course of like an hour hour and a half two hours uh, i played it got my butt kicked right away i haven't deleted it yet because i think i might go back to it play a couple rounds oh, wow. okay. um it's it's unfortunate because um that's what i watch like on twitch usually and they make it look so easy, the you know, the the crew that I watch, yeah. And, and I just get smoked every time. Um, like I said, I've gotten significantly better at Fortnite since I got my new graphics card monitor. Um, I win more than I lose now, so I feel like at least some of that would translate over to Warzone, but it doesn't. Yeah, because um, it the it translated to Spellbreak. Uh, yeah. After I got the hang of it, some of my Fortnite type skills did translate to to Spellbreak. Maybe that's because it's third person. Or if that has anything to do with that, that. might be something new that actually because Fortnite does play a lot different from Warzone because yes, Warzone uses the COD mechanic of shooting, which yeah. I, in my opinion, it's pretty um, precise. Might not be the right word, but it's pretty crisp. Whereas Fortnite, I don't want to say janky, but it's a little bit more floaty yeah uh it's a little bit different so i mean i did better in warzone than i would do in fortnite but i was more used to using warzone type shooting mechanics versus um fortnite so uh there's a lot of i mean they're all very different in my opinion uh fortnite and warzone compete a little bit more directly with each other but i think they're all pretty different yeah yeah they all offer their own their own things definitely yeah um uh, so yeah warzone i played a little bit of what else oh i horizon zero dawn yeah talked a little bit about that game's incredible uh definitely for me pc was the way to go i have a much easier time playing it with the keyboard and mouse much much easier uh you know i nail the headshots left and right yeah um it's just a much more pleasurable way having it run it 80 80 some odd frames per second is great too um it's just such a much more crisp experience than than when i played it on the ps4 so yeah um 
yeah, that's that game's superb. Definitely. You gonna play through to completion? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna try. I haven't been able to play too much like single player stuff, uh, because whenever I play, like, am able to play games, like my daughter's like, "Hey, Dad, can we play Fortnite?" Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> uh, so I've played a ton of Fortnite and not uh, too much uh, of other things. Uh, other Animal Animal Crossing, I've played a decent amount of, and then Mario 64, which I'll I'll talk about shortly here, but. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna try. I do want to get that done before uh, Cyberpunk comes out because that's like that's gonna be my next like you know big sprawling RPG type of game that I'm gonna be playing. So um, I'm I'm gonna try to. I've been really bad about finishing games this year. I've got a ton of games that I like started and played, like a game like Plague Tale Innocence that I'm almost done with. Uh, I just have to be the final boss. Like I don't know if I'm gonna go back to that. Incidentally, Dan, do you know off the top of your head how many games you've beaten this year? Because I'm at no. 19 right now. No, it's not very many either. Uh, I okay. I lost track. I, w- I would say maybe 10, 12. That's not bad, actually. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll end up beating Mario 64, Mario Sunshine. The th- problem with those is I'm going to 100% them, so it's taking longer for me to beat them. Yep. I'm having that same issue with Sunshine right now. That's like, well... Like, I don't really count me beating it until I get all 120 uh, stars. Yeah. Um, God, I feel like there's something else that I played. I downloaded Rogue Company today. Let me call up my... Is that that third-person tactical shooter game? Yes. Yeah, that's another one. (coughs) I see Shroud's playing it. Excuse me. Yeah, uh, all the big streamers were playing it because it it came out today, I think. Open beta started today. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. Uh, I didn't play any more Fall Guys. Not really. Um, Fortnite, Hades, Rogue Company, Spill. Yeah, I think that's everything. By the way, I'm going to get back into Animal Crossing. Are you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the Fall update just dropped. Uh, it doesn't look like Fall in the game just yet, but you can plant pumpkins, which I did today. Uh, a bunch of Halloween-themed stuff and Fall-themed stuff are in the game now. Uh, I'm at four. I think I'm at 410 hours played in Animal Crossing. Woo! So that's crazy. That's uh, a lot. But then I also played a fair, probably 10, 15 hours of Super Mario 64. Um, that game holds up really well, aside from the camera is a pain in the butt. Uh, I'm at maybe 55 stars collected, so I'm slightly under halfway. Uh, but things are going to get more difficult from here on out. I didn't realize when I played the game, played Mario 64 all those years ago for all those hours, that you had to get 100 coins in a level to get a star. Yep. I didn't realize that until we were watching um, Zach Scott, who we watch on YouTube. That reminds me, I got another thing to talk about for my week. Um, okay. So <laughs> when my kids started homeschool, uh, we were worried that they would give us a hard time about it like they did when we were doing remote learning. Um, so I don't know if you've heard of Cameo, Will. Yep. Yeah, so Zach Scott does cameos. So we had him do a cameo really? for, for Max Marlos for uh, no homeschooling. Way. Yeah, it was really cool. He did a great job on it. Uh, they cr- nearly crapped themselves when they watched the video and he was talking to them. Because, um, we like, we had we pretty much all day have a Zach Scott gaming video on the TV. 
Yeah. Um, me and my wife, that's what we put on at night, like when we're falling asleep. So <laughs> he's like a big, he's a big celebrity in our house. Um, but yeah, they, they nearly crapped themselves for, from, so from the cameo video. In my opinion, cameo is huge because like, if you're a kid, like, could you imagine like being seven, eight or whatever and having, I don't know, an athlete or a video game voice or a movie person yeah. who doesn't like do a personal shout out to you? Like that yeah, would I know. be life changing. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I, I would love that, you know, as a kid, I think that, I think it's such a cool idea too. Yeah. And you know, the cameo app, like it makes it really easy to, to figure out all that stuff. You know, it's, it simplifies everything. It's, it's yeah. genius in my opinion. Yeah. That's an underrated, like social media platform thing yeah, that is out there now that doesn't get enough credit because that, that can do a lot of good for a lot of people is yeah. doing something like that. I think it was, was it? tito or reefer i don't remember exactly who but they had the master chief it was tate tate, tate. yep yep like that's that's amazing yeah i can't even imagine yep um so yeah we we did that for them to to start homeschool so um, they're not they're not doing too bad they're doing better than i thought but not as good as i hoped if that makes okay. sense that does make sense so you um, thought it could go bad, but you were yeah. hoping it went really well. Yeah. It's getting better too because we're start, like I said, we're starting to get into a little bit of rhythm. It's very hard because uh, Manning the baby doesn't sleep much during mm. the day. Yeah, so I pretty much have to carry him around all day and make food and do schoolwork and yeah, all that stuff. So, so before I, because there's a couple things that I want to make about uh, Mario All-Stars, but does mm-hmm. it work how you have them do more application learning and then Val comes home and then does lessons? Yeah, so I do, I run the, it's called skills work that they mm-hmm. do. Okay. And then I have, we have a reading time. So they they have a morning skills work um, that they do from, I think it's 10 to, 10 to whenever they're done. It's usually 10 to 11 or whatever. Uh, and then we have lunch shortly after that, and then they have reading in the early afternoon, and then skills work too, like at like two thirty, I think. So okay, uh, right now it's been a bunch of review stuff that they that they did last year, so it's you know have, having them do math stuff. Uh, but there is like like you said some some online stuff. Like Max watched a Bill Nye the Science Guy video today uh, about different types of energy. So um, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be good for them. I honestly, I, I would be surprised if Max ever wanted to go back to school. Really? <laughs> I always wanted to be homeschooled when I was a kid. So, uh, it, whether or not we let him stay being homeschooled is a different <laughs> question. <clears throat> that's but, a that's another debate. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, he's he's been really into ships and stuff. I think I told you guys that, but because like he gets into like or... one no, like like the Titanic and okay. lusitania and all that uh and he even like went into minecraft and made like incredible replicas of the titanic and what was the other one that he built i don't know it was a famous ship the britannic maybe i don't know so that's his his thing now it's the i think it's the rms or hms britannic i don't know that sounds right he knows all that stuff now 
good thing. Hey, he's going to master a lot of different things if he focuses on one for a little bit. Yeah, that's how he is. Like, I kind of had that a little when I was a kid, too, but I didn't have access to things like they do, you know? Yeah. Uh, we'd, like, if we want, we're, wanted to read about something, it was go to the library. And I wasn't about to do that as a kid, so... Yeah, uh, I liked reading my own fiction book, fiction books, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, I know people like to ride YouTube for not being a reliable source of info or whatever. But like, I mean, today I went for my walk and I watched uh, um, John Michael Godier do a 30 minute interview with a guy who works at hardware about Planet Nine. And then I yeah. watched a 25 minute TED talk about nuclear energy. Yeah, you just have to parse through. There's there's plenty of bull crap out there, but there's also a lot of a lot of incredible information you can pretty much learn how to do anything by yep. watching a youtube video so. yeah well i actually argued with the neighbor here in newark valley because he's like oh you like watch youtube videos like oh you're not getting good info and it's like well you know i'm like learning from a guy who's a legit astronomer and you know works for that yeah. and then like watching TED talks on people who back up their data like yeah i'm like okay give me a break here yeah it's it's not all idiots doing prank videos there is that too but yeah <clears throat> Uh, but yeah, I think that's all I played. I uh, really, really enjoying Mario 64 though. It's, it's, especially when you first started off, it's, it's very just the nostalgia wave. Uh, but I haven't played any of the other games yet. I'm going to go through them one at a time. So I'm starting yeah. with Mario 64, then I will do Mario Sunshine and then Mario Galaxy, which I've played the least of so far. Yeah. So I actually started with Sunshine. Um, it's funny playing these games because the first thing I realized is like, man, platformers have come a long way. <laughs> Yeah, I especially thought that playing Mario 64 because you know the the platforming is okay. It's just the camera is 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 bad. Oh, they're so bad. It's uh, <laughs> I was trying to control. I don't know if it's the Joy Cons. I don't know if they don't translate well to every game as well as like a PlayStation or an Xbox controller. But I was having a hard time controlling Mario and Sunshine for a bit. Huh. Uh, I've gotten a little bit better now that I'm a little used to it. But yeah, I struggled there for a bit had a real hard time but honestly those games are solid though they still hold up well they're fun i mean i have no complaints for them i know some people were kind of underwhelmed with how they turned out but i mean three ports for three of the best mario games that came out from older consoles i'm i'm upset about it yeah i agree so i will say it's uh pokemon's what anniversary for Mario is it? 35th? 35, yeah. I believe it's Pokemon's 35th anniversary next year, so people are throwing rumors out there like crazy. Don't expect a remake Pokemon game on the Switch every couple months for all the generations, like some people are speculating. Yeah. Uh, Legend of Zelda, I think, is 35 next year. I don't I don't know about Pokemon. Pokemon. Pokemon's 25? Maybe Pokemon's 25 then. Yeah, 25 yeah, would make sense. Yeah, it's 25. 25. Yeah, I remember being in high school when, when the Pokemon games came to the United States. That is right. So Zelda's 35, and then Pokemon's 25 next year. Well, don't expect a lot of the anniversary next year. Uh, probably just Zelda, if I were to guess. But oh, I wonder if they're going to do like a Zelda pack. Uh, Skyward Sword will 100% come out. For... All right, so what I think will probably happen is Skyward Sword, Wind Waker, and Twilight Princess will come out on 
Switch because they already did Twilight Princess and Wind Waker for Wii U. Right. So my guess is they'll just port those over and then do Skyward Sword too, and then Breath of the Wild too. I bet you Skyward Sword will be a standalone, like Super Mario 3D World. Yep. And then they'll do um, the combo pack. The combo pack for the older ones. And you know what, Dan? I will buy them for the fourth time. Oh yeah, I will too, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) No question. I won't. I don't. I don't even. Won't even think about it. Honestly, I feel less bad about rebuying Nintendo games than other games. Um, I just, I mean, they make some of my favorite games ever. I mean, Twilight Princess was my favorite Zelda ever. So, like, I have no problem buying that again, obviously. Sure. Nintendo, they have it down to, this is why none of them are competing with each other. They just all do their own thing, and they all do it really well at this point, in in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Anything else? Oh, I've you have, you have to, you, yeah. I was gonna say you have to talk about what you played. Yeah, I actually, finally completed Hyrule Warriors. Um, oh, nice! I was kind of uh, inspired by the Age of Calamity coming out, uh, uh-huh. and I knew I was actually pretty far in Hyrule Warriors, so I was like, I should probably finish that. So I actually played through it, beat the main stuff with that. I'm kind of just doing the side. Thank you. The side nice. quests with uh, Linkle, and then I have Sia's side quest, and then I have the Wind Waker side stuff. It's only a couple okay. missions for each of those things, but uh, I have completed the main story. That game's amazing. Um, yeah. I can't wait to play an even better version of that um, with Age of Calamity. So, excited about that. Um, I want to hold off on the Hades talk because I think we should do an episode on it. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I did want to say Dantino mentioned he has played Hades and Genshin Impact, so if we need him for an episode... Yeah, definitely. Uh, We'll keep you posted, Tito. Uh, The only problem is our recording schedule may get messy now. But yes, we would very much like to have you on. Especially, he's not going to want to get up at 7 in the morning on Sunday. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. We should probably try and plan on recording Thursday nights, and then if we can't, then do a weekend day. I know that leaves a lot of uncertainty, but. Uh, or do you think you just can't do weeknights? If you want consistency, weekend or weekend Weekend morning will be best. Sunday morning will be best. Um, Because otherwise you're going to have to maybe have Corey jump in Thursdays, but he hasn't even been able to, because I've actually asked him the last three weeks to cover on for me and he uh-huh. hasn't been able to at any of the time though yeah um it's just tough because i work pretty much from 4 p.m until 1 a.m at this point yeah. now so uh it's just been a lot um anyway but the main thing i want to talk about is the final fantasy 7 remake i finally finished it oh, and nice. i want to say that out of all of the games this year i don't think this is the highs of this game are unmatched because really? some of these moments that the I think the Final Fantasy 7 remakes pretty amazing. I know Corey did not care for it at all. Um, I I don't know if I'm a, just a hack, uh, hack and slash kind of sucker for that style of combat. It's a little more nuanced and a little more tactical than that. But I think the combat is amazing and some of those redone moments I cannot stress enough how yeah Tito in the chat 
I can't stress to you how amazing they are. Like when you get to the point with, um, like I liked it, I liked it and I enjoyed it, but I wasn't really blown away by it. But when you get to the point when you do uh, Sector Six with Don Corneo, like having to get the approval by the other people to be able to basically cross chess and then convince him to choose you, like from that moment on, the game kind of became incredible. Um, the plate falling on Sector Seven was amazingly well done. The Shinra headquarters stuff was amazingly well done. I thought the ending was amazing. I have no idea what direction they're taking the game. Um, I want to spoil it, but I don't think uh, I should. People who might want to play it, especially sure. you, Dan. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you plan on playing it when it comes to PC, but yeah, if it comes to PC, I'll definitely play it. There is a cool, cool thing that they do in that game to tell a story because it changes, but they preserve the initial timeline. But how they tell it is really, in my in my opinion, impressively done. The music and the soundtrack is awesome. The voice acting is done, like done amazingly. Graphics, I was pretty head over heels with it after I finished it. I was actually sad that it was done and that I have to wait and God knows how long for part two. So, um. I think Final Fantasy VII... I'm having a hard time picking Game of the Year right now between Ghosts of Tsushima, Ori of the Will of the Wisps, Final Fantasy VII, and Persona 5 Royal. I don't really know what, what's going to win. Uh, and we still have Cyberpunk and AC Valhalla and Watch Dogs Legion and Hades competing. So there's a lot yeah. of really, really good games coming out this, this year. So Yeah. Agreed. Play Final Fantasy VII Remake. Nice. Okay. Anything else? No, nah, that's it. Okay. All right. Let's get into feedback. Um, Tito, did you want us to do uh, your old feedback or just the new one? As I call these up here. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. He says do the older. Real quick. Uh, yeah, Tito, the fight's the leading up to it. I think I remember you vividly saying when you beat it that there was a moment where all the characters are right, were like, all right, let's do this. Uh, I noticed that exact same moment. And then the, going through the entire Shinra headquarters with like Sephiroth looming, which is so cool. It's such so well done. Um, all of the boss fights were epic. I could gush about it. The chapter 18 boss fights too leading up to the final fight like it was so it was amazing okay i think we're ready all right let's hear it here we go from la um got a lot of news it's been i keep forgetting to get my feedback in but uh, i just wanted to mention a while back i did beat ghost of tsushima nice um thank you thank you um, well done, well done, Tito. It was really good. I, I really liked how it ended in, in terms of the story. I, I was a little, just a tiny bit let down with like the the kind of um, the big battle at the end. I, I wanted something a bit more epic in terms of like when Gandalf the White comes down the hill from Return of the King, you know, and it feels epic. I was hoping for something like that. Um, but the the final final battle and the story, I thought was fantastic and i would say it's of of those open world games this has probably the best story i've played that was cohesive and everything and very satisfying what a wonderful game and after beating it um i i finally went ahead and started watching some of the reviews and man i gotta say i I was like really disappointed 
I, I can't help but feel like this game was kind of wasted on a gaming audience in terms of like people's reviews or critiques of it because like just very little much, like very little was said about you know the, the every, everyone just talked about the combat and no one seemed to care about like the quality of the side missions and everything um, because I feel like that's all like we're kind of illiterate in terms of that's all we we can really judge is you know oh this has good combat so it's a great game you know it's like you know it, it I just felt like man what it's it's wasted on the gaming audience that can't appreciate more than more about you know Ghost of Tsushima and what it what it gave us that's just a little rant there but uh, I, I was just very disappointed in a lot of the reviews I was watching um, second is a uh, I also beat Ratchet and Clank, the 2016 um, remake, I guess. Um, that game's really fun. Um, thank you, thank you. That game's actually really... I really actually enjoyed it. One quick thing I wanted to point out about it, uh, a lot of the weapons are pretty fun to use, and also I like the feeling of... like It kind of reminded me of Mass Effect when you become a Spectre. There is that level of... Um, you become a Galactic Ranger at some point in the story, and... I, that actually kind of got me excited because, like, you get, you know, a cool uniform and everything. And I, I actually started really enjoying it when I became a Galactic Ranger. It felt kind of cool. It wasn't as epic as becoming a Spectre, but it was, it was pretty cool. Third is uh, I bought Marvel Avengers, and mm. that game is better than you would think. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's a great game, but in terms of, like, we're so used to these, like, IP, you know, like, these games these superhero games or whatever from that's already been like, you know, some kind of property that's already been around for a while. And then they try to make it a game to, as a cash grab and they always suck. Um, Marvel Avengers is actually, at least in terms of the campaign is actually pretty good. It's enjoyable. If you're looking for like a decent campaign and you love superhero stuff, I think you actually will enjoy this game. After that, the whole kind of Destiny-esque, you know, like game as a service part of it, I actually still enjoy, but I do recognize that um, it, it's 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 left wanting, you know, that, that they, they still need to make a lot of improvements. But I play it with my friend on the PS4, um, and it's pretty good. I wish I got it on PC, so it ran better. But this is a better game than you would think. Let's see, I also bought a couple of other games. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, which oh. I've never played, but my friends were getting it, and I thought I'd get it, and now I regret it because I really don't see myself ever playing that game. Really? And then Control. I bought Control on Steam. It, it was pretty good. Um, I played about an hour of it, and hopefully I'll get back into it later on. Right now I'm kind of busy with Avengers. Um, and then the last couple of things I want to mention is I'm very excited about the Hogwarts game that the PS5 kind of news conference they had yesterday um showed yeah. that they revealed it looks really good i can't believe we haven't had a game uh, a hogwarts uh, a harry potter game to this extent i think there's a lot of potential and i just hope that it does the whole ip the whole pro you know hogwarts universe justice um because i mean you can make an, an amazing game in the hogwarts universe and i i know that the lego games are really popular but i want some like i want like something epic there's so much you can do in that universe, so I'm hoping... I have a lot of high hopes for the Hogwarts game. Um, and then last is um, Rocket League is going free-to-play September 23rd. They already released an update in terms of getting the whole Epic account thing and linking your account so that now you can actually take your progression from platform to platform, which is awesome. But yeah, September 23rd, it finally goes free-to-play. 
I'll, I'll have my thoughts on it. I, li- I like the, the upgrades that they released yesterday in terms of like new UI and every, like the whole menu redesign and everything like that it looks pretty good. So I might might get back into Rocket League just to just to kind of see what's going on with my favorite game of all time. That's all I have. Hopefully I didn't forget anything, but I hope you all are doing well. I'll see you guys around. All right. Thanks, Tito. I will uh, actually second the... Uh, I will actually second the Marvel Avengers thing. Um, you know, we talked about <clears throat> Zach Scott earlier. He's also doing a playthrough of that, and yeah, the single player stuff looks looks actually pretty cool. Um, seems like a game I would be interested in uh, at the very least, even though I'm not not too into superheroes. Uh, but I mean, f- this this season of Fortnite's all superheroes, and it doesn't <clears throat> doesn't bother me at all. Uh, I've actually enjoyed that part of of Fortnite too. Uh, but yeah. That game does look really cool. So I will I will second that. I will also second his Ghost of Tsushima take. Um yeah, that game is was really wasted on some people. Um uh-huh. I it's disappointing because a lot of people acknowledge that it's part of the PlayStation greats uh for this generation, but like its critic score is only 85 that's just really underappreciated in my opinion. Like, I think it's a better game than, um, I don't know what else came out this year. I mean, like Tony Hawk pro skater remaster has an 89. Like, I don't know. I just feel like the game did not get appreciated as much as it should. Um, I would take this game over games that reviewed higher, like doom eternal, uh, Uh half-life Alex crusader Kings three. Sorry, Dan. Um, That game is not for everybody. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> I mean, Microsoft Flight Simulator, Spelunky too. I don't know. Yeah, Tito says it's an insult that it got an eighty-five. <laughs> it is. It really it is. Sure. So I definitely agree with him on that. There's a lot. That game has a lot going for it that it doesn't get credit for, just because like one or two side quests might be repetitive. Uh, Tito also said as part of that feedback, I forgot to mention I have a girlfriend now, so love in the time of Corona has been going strong this past month. Yeah. Well done, Tito. Woo! Nice. That's... All right. Uh, so the first feedback was from Tito, so the second feedback is also from Tito. This one's written. He says, hey, guys, uh, so I beat Marvel's Avengers, and I have been continuing on the level up grind more as mindless quick gaming as a 34-year-old. Recent updates have made the game more enjoyable and less buggy. I downloaded Genshin Impact and played about 30 minutes. The game is pretty polished for a free game and might scratch an itch for me. I enjoy the random loot chests as you play an RPG. It's an interesting take. A Kotaku article mentioned this game's similarities to Breath of the Wild, but describes it more closely as a Tales of series in terms of actual gameplay. Never played the Tales of Zestiria, Basaria, whatever, yeah, games, <laughs> but I know they're popular. I'll try Genshin Impact a bit more. There's co- there is co-op, but seems pretty limited. Not a true co-op experience. Love to hear Will's Final Fantasy Remake thoughts now that he's beaten it. Glad I can talk about the story with someone at some point. I've decided as good as Hades is, it's not for me. It has that same redoing gameplay loop that Don't Starve and Outer Wilds have that I just don't enjoy. This is the same kind of loop as Destiny or Division games where you do the same missions over and over. I think the difference is Destiny or Division type games you actually complete missions and move on to other things, whereas with Don't Starve in Hades, it's a long marathon. If you die, you start over at the beginning. Just don't like how that feels, like I'm wasting my own time. 
However, Hades is excellent and will likely win a lot of Game of the Year awards. I'll be in Ghost of Tsushima's corner when that battle takes place for Game of the Year this year. Tito out. The disrespect on Ori and the Will of the Wisp is unreal <laughs> right now. Uh, I saw Mike Fahey tweeted um, that even though he had 100%ed Will of the Wisp when it came out on Xbox, he was playing it again on Switch when it came out on the Switch. Oh, I'm about ready to buy it on Steam and play it on Steam to yeah. 100% it, yeah. Well, you have Game Pass, right? You just play game... it on the PC Game Pass. I don't know what the problem is. I, the Game Pass does not work on PC, even though Eric and I have Ultimate. I don't know if it has oh, really? to do with him being the lead. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe that, that part doesn't share. Yeah. I will be playing Ori and the Will of the Wisps on PC and then again on the sex box. So because okay. it'd probably be the only game that they launch with. Sure. So. Okay. Uh, Genshin Impact. I actually watched a little bit of that on Twitch the other night. Looks interesting. I will probably try that at some point. Same. Um, I, I've been kind of like dabbling in things. I haven't, uh, outside of the, the games that I continue to play, I haven't, haven't really picked up anything new other than that. So. Yeah, I mean... I'm trying to do a better job playing more games that actually have come out this year. Um, That's kind of been my goal because usually I like have maybe six or seven games that I played this year that are new and then like have to like figure out my awards for just those seven games or whatever. So I'm trying to do a better job. So like I've been playing a lot of newer stuff that came out. I have to get to Paper Mario. Yeah, Paper Mario is good. It's a big one for me. Uh, he says, oh, Tito says, oh shit, did you guys mention the No Man's Sky Origins update? The way that game has grown is pretty incredible. No, but I'm actually going to reinstall it for that very reason. He said they added dune-like worms on planets and much more variety to planets. Uh, the images and videos on Reddit are the only way I'll enjoy that game. Really cool stuff now. Yeah, I've been tempted to try that again, because uh, Tim is actually playing that now, too. Um, uh, he was sending me, sent me like a screenshot, and I was like, oh. I wonder if that's try that again. I wonder if that game will scratch my um uh space like itch that I've had because the Mass yeah. Effect trilogy apparently got pushed to next year. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, the, the unannounced trilogy. Oh, that's right. We talked about that. Um yeah, I mean my when I played that before, my kids were really interested in it too, being into space like they are, so um that would be good good for them to to play and watch. So so it's finally the game that it was billed to be at launch. Yes, I believe so. That's what I'm gathering. Yes. Good for them. I'm glad they yeah. turned it around. Yeah, absolutely. It's it makes up for um, you know, letting everybody down kind of at the beginning. I thought it was okay at the beginning. Sam, I feel like it wasn't what people wanted and those poor developers really were put through the the ringer for it. So Yeah. That, would you say that, that was one of the first games of this generation to flop and cause a controversy? Controversy. I can't think of anything before that. Yeah, not that I can think of. I mean, maybe I don't. I'm release dates are 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 lost on me for right now. But what, Battlefront. Did Battlefront come out before that? Battlefront One came out in. Uh, yeah tito's he said it's definitely the biggest flop in a while 2015 i think no man's sky was before that wasn't it 
Oh, maybe not. No one's scary is 2016. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so it was, I guess it was Battlefront would have technically have been first. The first game didn't make people really upset. I might be forgetting stuff, but. I'm sure we're forgetting something. I just very vividly remember the No Man's Sky stuff. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Any other thoughts, Will? No. Go. Actually, I don't even have a team in football that I root for. Go Bucks and Pats. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, So, likely, me and Will are looking at recording on the weekend now. Uh, we'll We'll probably iron all that out. So if you don't hear from us next Thursday, just expect an episode over the weekend. Um, so that's probably what's going to have to happen for us to get a consistent recording schedule. Uh, I think consistency is kind of key right now. Corey maybe maybe have an easier time joining us on on a weekend morning too. So uh, he might be able to be on for more more episodes that way too. Yeah, the way I look at it is until I'm in school, which that won't be until fall 2021. Um, I the work is going to be interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to be off, like I said, Sunday mornings or Sundays for a while now. Um, so that's kind of that'll be the most consistent time for a bit, just because Thursdays are really busy and they generally have to have me in there. So. Sure. Okay. So we'll figure it out. All right. Yeah, so uh, like I said, probably look for us next weekend. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you want to save the episode for Monday. I know a lot of people like listening on their commutes and stuff. So, um, yeah. So we'll have an episode for you next week. You'll get episodes. Do not worry. We won't be taking a three-week hiatus again. (laughs) I think that's the longest we've been off since we started. Yeah, without even realizing it, too. Yeah, it's just the nature of this year, I guess. So... Um, but yeah, that'll do it for episode 473 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Black